we do not achieve things when we are in a victim mindset yes. we have to feel empowered that yeah. it's a equal world to mutually respect each other and that will help shape a different future for us whatever mindset you have does not need to be your mindset in the future you can change that's yes. the whole growth mindset exactly. angle rather than a fixed mindset Hello and welcome to another super duper exciting episode of Pitch Cafe podcast. It's a very unique situation today because I am hosting another podcaster, but she is a podcaster 10x in every manner. She is one of the leading corporate leaders today at a very successful startup and she also has her own podcast. and this podcast excited me really because it is about books and as you can see in my background i love books and anybody who respects books are in my good books i am so honored and proud to introduce preeti padmanabhan she is the most sought after high tech executive in silicon valley senior director platform product marketing at freshworks which was very much in the news last year but hey some company which creates these kind of news headlines who are the people behind these success stories and my answer is people like preeti padmanabhan after i had a conversation of her comeback at freshworks now before that i want to tell you my experience meeting preeti for the first time i met her at a women's day a women empowerment event and this is what she said when i asked about bias against women she said bias exists not only against women against men also and this to me was a life changing statement that's what happens when you meet really amazing leaders they say something and it takes you to the next level so without further ado somebody so special must come to the stage no more waiting preeti welcome to pitch cafe podcast thank you veda it's an honor to be here with you fantastic now let's look at preeti's track record before we really get to know her Preeti is not only a seasoned technology executive but she is recognized as Silicon Valley Business Journal's Women of Influence in 2021 no small job she also hosts this podcast 10x growth strategies we'll talk more about it and she's got many CXOs investors as guests and she has also worn the hat of an investor she's an investor with portfolio and her give back to the women community is commendable she serves as a board of director uh, at nextem.ai uh, and a portfolio and how women invest so these are all some of the things we'll talk more through the podcast her contribution to non-profits economic empowerment of women children and education is truly commendable so preeti who is this person who is the person behind so many accomplishments are you really a techie are you a simple girl with big dreams you know who's always racing to get ahead tell us your story tell us who is preeti padmanabhan who is this person I will summarize some of my experiences for the audience here. I had a very simple beginning, a very humble beginning in India, in South India. I grew up in Tamil Nadu in Coimbatore and I was raised by a single mother. And my mother really had to struggle 
uh, to make sure I got the right education and the right background to succeed in life. And she is my first role model. Uh, and I owe a lot that I do to her. So growing up in Tamil Nadu, I actually decided that I want to be the best in whatever I do, to strive for excellence and do my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I continued on that journey and studied in Bitspilani in North India. And then after that, I came to the US. Uh, so I have about 20 plus years of experience. I worked in three large companies and three three startups, uh, taking two of them to IPO. That's my journey in short, a very humble beginning, but certainly had very big dreams. I'm a techie at heart. I started as an engineer. I did several years of engineering roles, engineering management, and then decided to move to the business side. I did product management, marketing, sales operations. So certainly I worn different hats in several different functional areas of the companies. Fantastic. I can see you're uh, on the road to uh, the C-level suite. I can al- always say that. And I know you're holding several important positions in many organizations. We'll get to that. But before that, I was very inspired by uh, you know your motivation to join Chief as a founding member. Tell us about your work at Chief and other women empowerment organizations you are currently backing. You know, before I start talking about these organizations, I'd love to share my perspective on why do we need such women's organizations? It's been a difficult journey for women for several years, right, in this country, especially in the U.S. and all over the world uh, to get recognized to be put in the roles that they deserve. Uh, We saw that initially after in the 60s and 70s, uh, women were not given roles beyond a secretary. We've come a long way from there where women occupy C-suites, but we still have a long way to go. Uh, We have less than 5% of women in leading Fortune 500 companies. And we also have a long way to go in getting a lot of women on boards. So I see the role of women's networks in creating meaningful change for women around the world. For example, the How Women Lead group that I am part of, they were instrumental in the SB 826 mandate law that came into force to increase the women representation in public companies in California. I wish we did that all over the country also. And I also work with uh, other organizations like Chief that you mentioned, I'm part of the network. And the Chief Network brings together executive women and they have peer mentoring, excellent programming, excellent networking. So we learn from each other. I also want to mention a third group that I'm part of, which is called High Power, which is a very close group of women executives who help each other. And we help us build each other's platform, right? And to help us promote each other uh, in the network. This is a whole ecosystem you're building around yourself So I wouldn't be wrong in calling you a change maker because you're not only changing at an individual level, you're making a difference, but you're having a whole community around you, which is also following you, you know, nurturing you. Now, with these thoughts in mind, I want to ask your personal story, you know, your personal story as a change maker. How did you do it? You know, for example, you talk about Freshworks. How did you make a start there? You know, what was your path in in change making? 
you know i really believe that failure is a stepping stone to success mm-hmm. i've seen that happen time and again in my life in my career and i can share this example from my recent days at freshworks when i joined freshworks in 2020 i joined right before the pandemic hit and i had not met my team my all my reports were in india so i hadn't met them and so when we first did a survey of the employees our, our company does uh, the engagement survey twice a year we had very poor scores that year we had in the 60s right 65 66 out of 100 and that means they were not happy in their job and they were frustrated not just because of work situations but even with respect to the pandemic they felt bad about working remote not being able to see each other and we all went through that these phases of feeling low and even depressed at times because of that situation and so i felt that you know i got a c grade in my test because i had gotten a poor score and and the fact is that it the whole thing was happening around me and it was all an effect even before i had joined but still i felt responsible right because this was my team and i wanted to make a difference to them and for the company so what i did was i actually worked with them i sat down with them for for several hours and i asked them tell me what do we need to do to make a difference what are the top 5 things that are not working for you mm-hmm. and we had a very open dialogue and mm-hmm. people were allowed to be vulnerable to be open to share their challenges mm-hmm. and we wrote down right we wrote down what were all the things that people wanted to change there were things like people wanted to feel connected with each other mm-hmm. people wanted the ability to communicate and get visibility while they were working remotely which is a big challenge right yes. and people wanted fair compensation so all of those things were some of the feedback and we took actionable steps first thing was i told them look we do not achieve things when we are in a victim mindset yes. we have to feel empowered when you say you want to feel recognized you want to feel visible you take it in your hands to create those opportunities and i will help you with that we will create the opportunities for you to go and share your expertise cross functionally and feel empowered do not pull back you know on what you can do so that way the people felt empowered and they were confident to move forward and several of them came forward and built several programs that were impactful across the company as a result so these are some examples and tangibly in 2021 we saw the engagement score go from mid 60s to mid 80s right so that became the average score it really shot up a lot because the team members then got very happy and we started doing game nights every month for fun uh, and we used to play online jeopardy and all sorts of games so it was really a great transformative experience for me and for the team fantastic you know they say uh, women lead with the heart but when i look at you when i hear your story of success at freshworks it is a transformative journey you have your head and heart in the right place both of them are operating and i feel really proud and i feel empowered too so you know kudos to you 10 on 10 it's not 60 it's not 80 your score is 10 on 10 maybe 12 on 10 <laughs> so with that uh, you know let's move on to a place where you really scored 10 on 10 you were featured in silicon valley business journals women of influence list and it's so hard to make it there tell us all about your experience 
very humbled and I feel very honored to be on the Silicon Valley Business Journal Women of Influence. And uh, I got nominated by both my mentor of several years and uh, and a mentee. Uh, so that was uh, very great of them to do that. And it certainly felt that, you know, the people around me were really role models for several women. And I feel that, uh, you know, some of the things that I got to do, right, in terms of investing in women, being part of boards in nonprofit, for-profit yes. world. Uh, I've been teaching students about entrepreneurship, marketing, especially high school students through summer camps. And also the podcast, the 10X Growth Strategies podcast is a great way that I am able to influence so many people. So I feel that the Silicon Valley Business Journal Award is not just for the work I'm doing with my company, but it's what I'm doing for the community. Right? That is a big part and big piece of my life. And I feel being recognized for all the things that I'm doing for the community and at work uh, felt very happy. Wow. Uh, amazing journey, a very well-rounded journey. Uh, what are we without our community? Our community is, uh, you know, defines us. We are a drop in the ocean. Make sure the ocean is healthy. So great. With with that, I really very intrigued. I'm very intrigued with your 10x growth strategies podcast. I know it is about books, and I heard so many people, you know, refer me to this podcast. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Tell us more about your podcast. 10x growth strategies. What was it like? Why did you start? And what has the experience been like? That is where the high power program comes into picture. When in 2020, when we all went into the pandemic, I did not know that I was going to launch a podcast. It be, the podcast became my, uh, you know, COVID <laughs> time efforts. And uh, so what happened was I, when I joined this high power program, which was for executive women, uh, we actually build a platform. We come up with a platform on how we want to be known for the next 10 years. Right. So as a woman uh, and as men, too, we have to think about what brand we want to build for ourselves. So when I was looking at that, I knew that it had to do with growth because the last several years, what I've been working on is taking companies from pre to post IPO with Nutanix. I had a chance to do that, uh, helping the company from 250 million to 1.2 billion plus. Same thing with Freshworks the last couple of years, uh, you know, we've grown from less than 200 million to over 400 million in run rate. So those are all really great growth stories that I felt was dear to me. And that along with my passion for books, because I at least read two books a month. And so I love reading books. And I thought, what's the best way to bring those two together? Why don't I create a forum for leaders and authors to come and talk about a book that made a difference, that helped them grow, that helped them grow their business, that helped them grow themselves. So those were some of the angles that I was looking at when I brought this podcast to life. And we certainly have been, you know, delivering on that goal to consistently bring value to the community. We published over 35 episodes, have about 7,500 downloads. I'll talk about a couple of recent episodes I did. One of it was on the presentation secrets of Steve Jobs. 
Nice. by the author Carmine Gallo. I I learned a lot doing that podcast. Mm-hmm. And also one a recent one is on the art of happiness by mm-hmm. Dalai Lama. Uh that was also a very interesting book that I got to re- read and talk about. Uh some of the top podcast that are downloaded, The Leadership Pipeline, it's a book by Ram Charan. Mm-hmm. and yes. give and take a book by adam grant and ikigai so these are some of the top books that have been featured on the podcast so which is which has been your favorite book i know you can't name the favorite podcast because all of them are your children what is the book you liked and what is a nugget of wisdom you want to share with us today <laughs> that's a very tough question i think you know my all time favorite book i have two favorite books one is the mindset right the mindset book by carol dweck who works at uh, worked at stanford yep. uh, i really thought that made a big difference to me because it taught me that whatever mindset you have does not need to be your mindset in the future you can change that's yes. the whole growth mindset Exactly. angle rather than a fixed mindset i did that podcast with a very good friend of mine called benu agarwal she is the ceo of her company for several years uh, i'm a big fan of her so we did that episode together the other one which i would love to do an episode on another book is called leadership and self deception i still haven't done an episode on it but i hope to do that soon fantastic this is a great way to inspire the community to read books to move on from you know texting and social media to sit and read from the wise people and read open a book actually and read it right so great we are running short on time here so much to learn from you i think one lifetime is not enough uh, you are a compilation of so many books so before that you know i have two more questions before we wrap up tell us about your role as a board member and your connection with the tie you're a charter member and you are also been hosting amazing panels at the tycon conference the indus entrepreneur for people who don't know it's one of the or uh, top most entrepreneurial ecosystems in the entire world it's it's got this franchise uh, model so you can launch your own uh, chapter but Preeti Padmanabhan is a charter member it's at a whole different level so tell us preeti uh, about your role all about your role and your recent contributions to tie uh, connect so i have been on non profit and for profit boards since 2005 i started out uh, being on the board of a non profit called my helping hands where we ended up raising about 500000 dollars for orphanages based in india then i joined a marketing board the silicon valley american marketing association board and then later i joined the bits alumni association which is my college alumni and through that we organized a lot of economic empowerment government events events for entrepreneurs startups people that listen to what you're doing here right the podcast uh, so we did a lot of work for that i'm also on the for profit board of nextstem which is a seed to series a company uh, and uh, we are working on health tech uh, with ai and other uh, you know uh, brain computer interface technology uh, so that is my background in terms of boards with respect to tie i've been fortunate 
to uh, be a volunteer for the organization for over 15 years. I've been uh, working with Tycon uh, for so many years. I've really enjoyed being part of the conference right from the beginning and also, uh, you know, enjoyed the last three years where I ran the cloud track and ran a bunch of panels and, and speakers. And that was a great experience. And recently, the VC Connect, where we got to connect VCs with entrepreneurs so they can get advice directly from these top level VCs. Fantastic. So all of you guys who don't know what is tidie.org, please check it out and uh, follow Preeti's work uh, at Thai. I'm sure it will inspire you or to contribute like her as well. With that, you know, a wrap up question here, you know, here you are a really successful, you know, woman business leader, and you're really trying to make a difference to other women leaders in the community. Tell us more, what does it take to raise a confident girl child and what is lacking in today's world? Uh, you've the kind of humble beginnings you have come from, the struggles you've faced and where you are today. What is what is your advice to the community? I think uh, we can learn a lot from global practices around the world. I certainly think around the world, several countries are doing a lot to help uh, raise confident girl children. The first thing I would say is not to differentiate between boys and girls, even at the smallest level. For example, over here in the US, we say blue is for boys, pink is for yes. girls. Yes. We don't need to do that. Right? I, I love wearing a blue shirt as much as I love wearing a pink shirt and we don't need to define and same thing if we say things like you know uh, the role of a woman is to cook it's not right both men and women can cook or clean or work in the workforce so having those narrow definitions that we have had for the last 100 years is not going to serve us for the future, for the next 100 years. So that is one change I would love to see across the world. The second, I would say tangibly in schools, in elementary and middle schools, I would suggest to bring women role models because when the children, the girl children see other women on how much they could achieve, then that gets them inspired. They're able to see that. You can even feature movies. There are so many beautiful movies that have come out about women in science, women in technology, the hidden figures, for example, we have to feature those movies for girl children in the schools, right? And then thirdly, I would say bring boys along and educate them on respecting women and see the value women bring. I've heard a lot of horror stories from other women who have worked in some of the companies and they were actually sidelined or yes. they were disrespected and yes. boys let them out of the group. Even though they were great, the women were contributing, they would just snap at them or yeah. mistreat them. So yeah. the young boys of this age have to learn at a very young age that yeah. it's an equal world to mutually respect each other. And that will help shape a different future for us in the workplace and in the society. Yeah, you know, you bring to my memory two uh, powerful women I have interviewed. Uh, one of the women, her podcast is not out, but she's uh, a power center here. She talked about this, you know, bringing women role models 
to meet uh, because she, when she was 6 years she met a women ceo and asked her how did you become the ceo and today this power center she is on her way to becoming a ceo and uh, another experience i don't know if it's a name coincidence i had interviewed preeti zinta when she was visiting here the the very uber successful bollywood actress she said uh, i asked her this question you know how do you get w- women uh, to become strong she answered exactly like you she said your father you know should do it to your mother at home and he should tell uh, other people to treat your daughter well and that will make sure that you will choose a partner or you will expect that of your partner and you start this whole positive cycle uh, going so you know what a name coincidence what a moment and uh, you know it shows that women of influence are like you and more reason for us to follow you and your work thank you so much preeti for this amazing amazing half hour you spent with us every every minute counts in this half hour all of you guys listen to this podcast again and again thank you so much for gracing this show thank you veda for the opportunity it has been a pleasure to be here awesome awesome thank you fantastic